program and hello everyone and welcome to Oasis of Hope podcast. Wow, this is amazing. This is actually episode 57. How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing very well. And by the way, I'm Faye Obamenti. And I am Johnson Obamenti. And so this is episode 57. 57. Yes. In fact, this is a special, special episode because, you know, we had all these questions that has to do with uh, a lot of clinical issues. Yes. And we have decided that to do justice to these uh, these issues, we have to seek out specialists. We have to seek out special experts in this area yeah. and God has really blessed us. He has and our listening audience will know our special guests today yes. um, that will be leading this discussion you know for us and yes. providing godly insight. Um, they are spirit-filled um, women of God and we'll just take it on. So do you want us to just go ahead, introduce them, the yeah, topic, yes, and please. so they can take it away? Yes, please. So today we are talking about gaslighting. Yes. Okay. So uh, Dr. Ruth Goodwin and Mrs. Erin Whiten. So both of them will be leading this discussion today helping us to understand what gaslighting is all about. And then also they'll be talking about how to handle gaslighting. However, let's just go ahead briefly because we know that they have lengthy uh, achievement and bio. So Dr. Ruth Goodwin is the CEO and the clinical director of Safe Harbor Counseling Center located in Weatherford and Azu in Texas. Yes. And they have well over 30 counselors. In her practice. In her practice. God has really blessed her. So, Dr. Ruth, welcome to Oasis of Host podcast again. And Miss Whiting, welcome on board to um, the podcast today. So um, as uh, my husband said, gaslighting is what we're looking at. We've grouped the two questions. The two questions are how to handle gaslighters in family situations, especially during the holidays, and what are some of the signs of gaslighting? So just educate our listening audience because this is really a clinical psychological thing. Yes. I'm Dr. Ruth, and I will start first, and then Erin, you just hop in and add to or uh, correct me if I say something that might be off target, but uh, gaslighting is not technically a psychological term. It is a term that is running through the psychological realms right now, uh, but it is it's technically not a psychological term. It does have its roots in a need to control hmm. uh, uh, the the other person, and you'll find uh, you'll find it emerges more when uh, when a person feels out of control. Uh, hmm. Often, often they might have a true psychological background, uh, a disorder like 
like uh, uh, narcissism or uh, uh, or uh, um, uh, something else, uh, 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 psychopath or whatever might be in there, uh, but it uh, it really is uh, a root has its root in the need to to control. And you always know that uh, that people don't need to control unless they feel out of control. Hmm. So yeah. Wow, I love what you just said. People don't need to control unless they feel out of control. Hmm. Yes. And so during the holiday seasons, you're going to have some of these uh, situations come up, and just because uh, just because they might be uh, uh, have some of the symptoms or some of the traits or some of the examples we're going to give you about gaslighting does not mean that they are um, a, a, a true gaslighter. It may be a one-time uh, situation, uh, but because where we look for a gas, someone that is truly gaslighting and has that underlying psychological problem uh, we look for a pattern a lasting for example with narcissism it's a lasting and enduring pattern of behavior hmm. uh, that affects affects their social realm wow. uh, so uh but uh gaslighting can happen in your um in your employment in your family uh, with your friends, uh, there's there's numerous ways that gaslighting uh, can manifest itself. It's usually uh, manifested in several ways, like uh, trivializing. Uh, one of that, that would be they minimize your feelings and they suggest that your mo emotions don't matter. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, or they uh, say, oh, you're just overreacting. Wow. Mm. Wow. And we've all had situations like that. <laughs> we have all have. And I, yes. I love that you said that looking at the pattern, if you yes. see a pattern, so maybe in any specific situation. And I love that you mentioned not just, you know, the question about the family, exactly. but you mentioned workplace, um, school, Schools, church, uh, church community. community. I mean, it's any relationship. Yeah, any... we might even have cyber yeah. type as well. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, it's also, it's, a, it's more of a behavior than a mental health pattern, mm. it, it's it, um, than a diagnosis. It's more of a behavior, and sometimes it's learned. Sometimes mm. it's learned in childhood. Mm. Um, it can manifest really negatively in a marriage relationship, mm. where if, let's say, a woman is married to a male who happens to have narcissistic tendencies, he may make constant remarks such as, well, you don't do that as well as my mother used to. Mm. 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 Wow! That comparison, bringing it in, and wow. Hmm. Well, I think uh, well, you know, what we got it from both of you now is that you know the narcissistic uh, people have a tendency of being gaslighters. So, but I guess my question is that you know, I guess when Dr. Ruth was talking earlier, is that 
is it, is it possible for somebody to be a gaslighter and don't know that? That they're gaslighters. Is it possible? Uh, uh, yes. In fact, it is a slow, progressive, everything I've read about it, everything I've observed, it's a slow, progressive um, pattern of behavior that gets worse. Um, <laughs> and uh, the way we recognize it, I mentioned trivializing, but there's countering uh, where they question your memory or withholding, uh, they brush off any attempts uh, uh, that you have to make a discussion or uh, diversion uh, that when you try to bring up a concern uh, about their behavior or something, they uh, change the subject or uh, mm -hmm. or they'll accuse you, well, you're just forgetting. Uh, I never said that at all uh, mm -hmm. or de denying or discrediting, uh, suggesting that, that uh, you get confused or make things up or uh, and they might even go to the point of threatening, hmm. uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, but uh, that uh, it's all intended to make a person doubt and question themselves. Themselves. I love that used negatively spiritually. Hmm. Very strong form of spiritual abuse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Such as, uh, I remember a funeral I went to where the clergy and this was a non-christian faith mind you but the clergy got up and addressed the family of the person who had just died and said it was your grandmother's wish that you all return to the fold immediately mm. so everyone mm. in there is having grief over this lost family member and now there's guilt thrown in it, it, them. yes because and you know what I teach my clients that, uh, where I see that things like this is happening to them. Uh, and it's real important during the Christmas season when everyone's tensions are running high anyway, is what God says to guard our hearts. Mm, mm. And so I, I say, I tell them, put an invisible shield up and you don't take those, those negative statements from, from other people about who you are. Uh, that that you uh, you stand firm on um, the the fact of who you know that you know who you are you know that that uh, uh, and and that you don't argue with them because you've got that shield up you you know that you're a child of God you know that uh, that God has gave you wisdom He's gave you strength and and you don't. And if he's gave you direction in your life, you don't have to doubt who you are. Mm. I love that you said that because um, before we came on, we were actually looking at First Peter 2, 9, um, you know, where um, the scripture talks about you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. And that's exactly what you're saying, Dr. Ruth, because um, believers need to know who they are. If they know who they are, gaslighters will be out of work quick because <laughs> yes the intent and it doesn't matter whether it's in family you know whether it's church whether it's workplace school community um when believers know who they are gaslighters will be out of a job quick because um their intent to control or their intent you know for whatever reason it will be it, it will not be long lived at all 
And the fun part would be that you can really drive them, drive them to distraction because you don't buy into what they're saying. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. I mean, it's it's so good that uh, both of you are helping us to better understand this uh, this situation and how to deal with it, and especially those people that would be susceptible to gaslighters. You know, especially uh, if we don't if you don't know who you are or if you have low self esteem. That's what I was gonna you say. Know? Yeah. So and and then. Now, can you both help us then? I mean, our listeners, how to, I mean, we already know how to identify and some of the scenarios that, uh, or examples that you gave, then how then to want deal with gaslighters? You know, in any situation, in the family, school, uh, workplace, or, you know, whenever we have uh, that situation that comes up. Because remember, Dr. Ruth, one of those questions is from a domestic situation, um, you know, that um, the listener had said. So if they have to be in constant contact with that gaslighter, it looks like it's a pattern from what they've shared. What will you um, guide or suggest that they do? Well, one thing that you need to know or that the audience needs to know that God never intended anyone to stay in a physically abusive uh, uh, situation. Yes. Uh, that uh, that uh, he, in fact, he tells us uh, the, in 1 Peter 3 to deal with each other with understanding to, to, that we're called to bless each other. And... Uh, so he never intends someone to stay with stay in an abusive situation. But if it is, uh, first of all, is to just recognize guests, if it's not a physically, physically abusive, just to, first of all, to recognize what gaslighting is and if it's, and if it really is uh, gaslighting and belittling of your emotions. Uh, and then, uh, uh, refuse, uh, refuse to doubt your own feelings and beliefs and thoughts, uh, as uh, you know, uh, cause they get you to question reality. Talking now, Dr. Ruth, I'm like, wow, almost seems, you know, like the walk of the enemy, what the enemy does and now uses, you know, things like this. Um, you know, especially, you know, if the people are believers and they can recognize or understand what you're talking about right now, um, they won't even know that it's happening. The, the tricky part is when you when you're in a marriage relationship, very often, let's say the woman will not recognize she's with a gaslighter because they can behave very well for as long as it suits them. Wow. But once they start revealing who they are, then there's a consistent pattern of wearing down with the gaslighting to the point to where uh, the other person begins to feel, question their own thinking, think they're going crazy, not know what to believe anymore. They actually get broken down over a period of time. And the best way to probably see the narcissist or the gaslighter in that relationship is look at the spouse. How are they viewing themselves? Is their self-esteem so low that they can't even function? Mm. Because you might be dealing with a gaslighter then. 
Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I hope people are taking um, notes and they're taking yes. um, 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 careful attention to all what you're saying. You said something about control, the intent to control pattern. Um, you've talked about self-esteem. Um, you, uh, you've talked here about knowing who they are. Mm -hmm. um, you've talked about non-responsive approach, um, especially if they have to deal with them on a constant basis? Well, I think uh, one thing that really uh, catch my attention is that a gaslighter will use any situation to uh, drive in the agenda that uh, he or she has. So, and the gaslighter can either be a woman or can be a man. So I guess- uh, That's guess right. That's true. That's true. Like what Miss Erin was saying yeah. about that funeral, that that clergy, yeah. That, you know, took yeah. advantage of that exactly. situation, the vulnerability. the vulnerability of the family at that point, point in time, mm -hmm. instead of ministering um, the comfort or the hope and yeah. slitting that agenda just at that yeah. point. Yeah. And, and I, I think we're really blessed to have both of you. And actually, before we, uh, you know, we end today, we would like for you to at least tell our listening audience about Safe Harbor. Yes. You know, because this is a place that is so dear and special to us because, I mean, not only the fact that uh, it's a Christian, uh, spirit-filled uh, counseling center, and also that uh, money is not an issue. So because a lot of people, because of money and and stuff, so, uh, you know, that seems to be an issue. And also some people just, uh, people that could not identify to what they're dealing with. So for our listening audience, just wait uh, to the end of the show and then you'll be able to uh, get the ideas on how you can connect and how you can uh, you can connect with the with Safe Harbor Counseling Center. And Dr. Ruth and her team also do virtual counseling, so which is a great thing. So that distance is not an distance issue. is not an issue. Oh, Dr. Ruth, Miss um, Whiting, I have something here that we saw. It says Merriam-Webster Dictionary um, noted that gaslighting was the 2022 word of the year. <laughs> why, why the word of the year, that's why I said it's, it's, it's just making its way through the psychological realms. Really? You know, when we go back and there for a while, it was codependency and it was a, a dissociative disorder, multiple personality disorder. And, and then this year, it's gaslighting. So uh, wow. one of the things that you have to make sure of uh, when you're dealing with a situation is this true gaslighting. For example, you couldn't say that that pastor that Aaron told you about, uh, he had a gaslighting behavior at that, that funeral. But is he a gaslighter? We don't know. We don't know uh, unless uh, he's exhibited and, the pattern several times. Right. And, and then... Uh, uh, and then the main things, you know, is if uh, in dealing with it, once you make sure it's gaslighting, uh, is, is you take some space from the situation. And sometimes you cannot literally leave the situation, but you need to, at least in your mind, go to where you're not 
worrying about it 25, uh, 24-7, that you're taking that space to pray and to, to read and spend time alone with God uh, in order to build up your self-confidence. Um, and then, um, uh, uh, and then you don't argue with them, but you can speak up about the behavior, uh, as all the while remaining confident in your version of the events. Um, uh, often a true gaslighter, they'll just come in and tell you how it was and that, that it was not your way. And, and then you end up agreeing with them when you know it was different and you, so you get to doubt in your memory, uh, but, and just to focus on self-care, on taking good care of your, uh, care of, of yourself. And often that comes by reaching out and helping others when you, um, that, that is what I found is the best way of my self-care is when I am actively engaging in helping others uh, and to involve others uh, in your life. Uh, a gaslighter will want to isolate you, keep you away from family, keep you away from uh, situations uh, where others might praise you. Uh, and uh, so, uh, so just keep, keep others involved in your life. Um, and then, of course, seek uh, seek professional uh, support too. You know, like the counseling at Safe Harbor. Mm. Wow! I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a definition, a better definition of gaslighting. It's by Dr. David Hawkins, who is the director of the Marriage Recovery Center. Mm -hmm. Yes. His definition is excuses, deflections, justifications used to take the focus off the harmful behavior such as, I don't remember it that way. I think you've got things all mixed up, which is what you always do. Hmm. It's wow. Remember that, that gaslighting is an emotional, it's a form of emotional abuse. If yes. It can, if it goes long, you know, if it continues. That's mm -hmm. so true. That is so true. So emotional abuse, um, our listeners, you're hearing this to women of God counselors um, because there's nothing. And I love that Dr. Ruth said that God did not create anyone to be um, dominated or controlled um, in any way. And um, if you're finding yourself in any situation whatsoever, know the signs and know how to either take care of yourself or to seek help, um, even in those situations. Wow, so uh, we just uh, want to, uh, both of you to just take turns to give us your thoughts. And then uh, after that, uh, we just give the, give the information about your, your, the, your two locations and the information how people can contact you. I, I did not understand what you asked me first. Oh, just okay. okay, so I would just say, I mean, give your closing thoughts on all that. Oh, okay. I know because it's like, okay, we're looking at the time is already rounding. We've got to do this again. Maybe episode 58 will be gaslighting number two. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, well, first you will, uh, when when faced with a situation, take a moment to calm yourself down before you speak to it. Uh, you uh, you explain your version of the events in a, in a calm voice uh, if they're lying about you. Um, you then ask them to explain uh, a comment uh, and uh, 
and then respond to criticisms by pointing out something you do well. Uh, so, so they're not beating you down. Uh, tell the gaslighter that you expect to be treated with respect. Um, uh, refuse to argue about what happened or what was said. Don't let them pull you in. So that's a, a, a way of taking back control. Keep a journal uh, so that you have a reminder of what actually happened because they'll try to get you to doubt your memory. Um, uh, I Identify and avoid the gaslighter's triggers if you can because sometimes they'll have a, a trigger that will make them feel that out of control. So try to avoid those triggers. Uh, and accept that they will have different perceptions of what happened than what you do. And then if all, at all possible, limit your contact with the gaslighter. Wow. Uh, oh, uh, no contact. Or, or ask your partner to go to couples counseling with you if they're gaslighting you. Yes. Uh, remember to not buy, to stand on the truth. Uh, God's word is truth. And he says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says uh, that uh, he dances over you with joy. Uh, he, he says he gave his very life for you. Uh, so don't, uh, don't buy into anybody's criticism or putting you down that you're not worth anything because you're worth everything to the almighty God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, amen. Closing thought, Ms. Um, Whiting, any closing thoughts? My One of my first things that I like to go over with a, with someone who's suffering gaslighting is to go over Psalm 139 to help yes. them remember who they are in God's eyes, who mm -hmm. he created them to be, what he says about them. Yes. Well, if they can remember that. that truth. This is why they got to the word of God. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Wow, it hasn't it been so amazing? I know that is that is amazing. This is very, very helpful. And I know that a lot of people have been blessed. Um quickly, Dr. Ruth, can you tell us information about um Safe Harbor counseling? How people can reach you, um, how they can contact you, how they can get further help and they want to work with you. Uh well uh you can uh, look at our web page, our web page of www.safeharborcounseling.org, uh, and that will have our uh, our phone numbers, our uh, addresses on it, or you can call 817-441-9345. Uh, some of the... Um, some of the needs of safe harbor and there may be someone out there right now that can meet the needs uh he god tells us to pray that the lord of the harvest will send workers into the field mm -hmm. and we have we currently have a waiting list uh we try to get people in just as quick as we can but the need is so great and we're we're needing workers into the field we also have have several little volunteer. If you don't need counseling and you want little volunteer projects, uh, 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 even for men that we're needing a retaining wall rebuilt or a, a sidewalk poured, uh, those those type of things that we're needing help with. Uh, 
so that we can keep our fees for the ones of you who do need counseling. If you make $20,000 and less, you can come to Safe Harbor for $25. That's professional counseling for $25. And then we go up in increments of $10 based on your income. If someone cannot pay anything at all, we send them out to do two hours of community service for every hour they spend with us. We're truly a nonprofit. We're truly a ministry based on God's calling on our life to meet the needs of hurting people. Amen. And you wow. made the needs so well. And um, we are um, witnesses of the ministry that God has blessed you with. And we are just so thankful um, for you and your entire team, um, Dr. Ruth Goodwin and Miss Whiting that is here with us today. Yes, thank you so much. As we wrap up uh, tonight, uh, we just wanted to read this scripture. So it said, therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. So Amen. That Amen. Is... Amen. That's First Corinthians 15, 58. Amen. First Corinthians 15, 58. Thank you. Well, Thank you for inviting us. It's always a joy. Definitely, it looks like um, I know that we will receive lots of feedback on this. It looks like episode maybe 58, 59 yeah. might be we'll continuation. We'll be coming, we'll again, be coming so. to you again on this. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, so thank God for you and thank you so much. So um, that's about it for now, um, Oasis of Hope um, community. So, so until, until next time, time, we love you and stay, stay connected. connected. Bye bye.